Hi, Cole here, creator and narrator of The Town Whispers. It's been a long summer, but the leaves once again fall, and with autumn comes longer nights that beg for darker tales. And to fill those long, cold evenings, I've launched a brand new podcast called Tiny Terrors. Tiny Terrors is a nostalgic horror anthology series that is as fun as it is dark. Join three friends as they delve into a forgotten corner of storytelling history and bring to light the darker depths yet still hidden in those often untraveled corners. Subscribe, listen, and review Tiny Terrors wherever you listen to podcasts. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, Cole here, creator and narrator of The Town Whispers. Before this episode, I'd just like to take a moment to thank some of our patrons. Damn Lies and Stats Weird. Felix Olario. Kelly Madero. Wes Sturgis. Mercedes M. And J.R. the Hiker Bear. The Forts Town Council thanks you all and truly appreciates your support. In addition to thanking our patrons today, I'd also like to mention that this episode is edited by Harlan Guthrie, courtesy of Malevolent a Lovecraftian horror podcast, and a friend of the fort. It's thanks to the support of our patrons that we can afford to support other talented creators like Harlan Guthrie and expand the town boundaries. If you'd like to support the town whispers and join our community of patrons, go to www.patreon.com forward slash the town whispers. 
The Town Whispers is a narrative horror podcast that will tell the many stories hidden behind the rain, the fog, and the trees of a town called The Fort. Events that take place in The Fort are not suitable for all listeners. Discretion is advised. box clattered in Ruth's arms, filled with trinkets and papers of various origin. It was nearly stuffed to bursting as her hurried, excited scampering counted the discordant half-measures between the methodical tick-tock of the grandfather clock that served as the heartbeat of her home as she made her way to Paul's room. When she did pay the clock any mind, she found that she timed her footfalls to the beat of the time kept by the swinging pendulum encased in its antique wood body, but it had stood in its place in the center of the home for so long that it was more to be felt than to be heard, and only paid mind when by coincidence her feet danced around the rhythm of time by instinct and from there she could do little else than mutter the meter under her breath, measuring double time with whispered numbers. Oh, she'd lived long enough to tell the time by the light that shone through the window. There was little the face of the clock could tell her that she didn't already know. But the understated business of the clockwork kept her moving and kept her young. Coming to the top of the stairs, Ruth felt the weight of the box burning in her thin biceps. She was eager to place it down to shake out her arms and to take a full and deep breath as she ticked it off the list of chores for the day. You know, like I said I would. And and I... Uh, oh, this box is heavy. Do you mind opening the door, dear? Um... Here, let me oh, grab no, that. No, no, I've got it. I look old, but I'm a tough gal. Where, where would you like me to set it down? Just over there, by the desk, maybe. Oof, well, there we go. There are some very interesting things in there. Might be hard to piece some of them together without context, but if you have any questions whatsoever about names or places or, or you know, anything, do feel free to ask me. Anything. Oh, I'll be sure to ask. You know, since I'm all teary-eyed and maybe you can sort the papers for me so my soft hands don't get a paper cut. Ex excuse me? You know, all... Teary-eyed and soft hands, right? That's me. I... I think you misheard me. No, you were pretty clear. Your voice carries. Quite far. No, I... I mean, um... I think you misunderstood me. I didn't mean it as an insult. Hard to imagine it any other way, to be honest. It's, um... It's just that, uh, you, you remind me of someone. Um... Uh, of my, of my son, actually. 
Paul cocked his head back in surprise before loosening his posture and leaning in with more familiarity as he began to relax around Ruth as he had before. You have a son. Oh, I did. I, I mean, um, well, I, I do. It's, it's complicated, um, but oh, how you remind me of him. He likes stories, too. I used to read to him every night. You never mentioned that you had a son. He would have been... Um, well, he, he was about your age when I last saw him, uh, but I'll always remember him as my little boy. He had this fine blonde hair, and, and when he'd snuggle up to me at night as I read to him, it used to flutter about, you know, my breath pushing it about as I did all the different character voices. It would tickle the underside of my chin. I mean, it, it itched something fierce, but I'd ignore it, you know, because I didn't want to ruin it. What we had in that moment. And, and eventually he'd fall asleep, and I'd, I'd tuck him in, and, and even as he slept, he'd reach for me. God, I thought my heart would just burst with love. His, um, his father wasn't in the picture any longer, you know, he, he wasn't a very nice man, so it was just him and I. Ruth held back tiny glistening tears as she lost herself in nostalgia, and Paul brushed away his own sentimentality that hung dangerously to his eyelashes, threatening to fall and give him away. What was his... Is. Sorry. What is your son's name? Harry. <laughs> That's a nice name. The best name. Oh, good grief, here I go again. I'm dragging you down memory lane to say something so simple. And I've, I've only just met you, but you, you do remind me of my son. I, I truly wasn't speaking ill of you. I, I was just so excited to tell Minnie about you. And she doesn't like to leave her room, but she also doesn't much like to be left out. <laughs> well, a bit of a conundrum then. <laughs> yes, yes. That's our mini. Walking, talking, bundle of contradictions. Ah, but we love her dearly. Wow, this is this is quite the spread you've got. Uh, oh, uh, yes. Um, sorry, it's a bit of a mess, but I'll make sure that uh, I clean it up after myself oh, when I'm done. Oh, no, don't, don't you worry yourself about that. I'm just glad to see that it looks like you've found something to write about. You know, or, or at the very least, you figured out where to start looking for your subject material. Uh, yes, it's, uh, well, the funny thing about it, really, is... Just make sure to read it to me when you're ready, dear. Uh, right. And be sure to come prepared with all the voices. We can't have all your characters sounding the same now, can we? And I won't take anything less than an honest effort. Night held fast to the fort, and with it came the familiar sounds that lay dormant in winter. Bullfrogs could be heard singing from Burns Bog in the muddy banks of the Bedford Channel. Coyotes hungrily yipped and pranced about in the dark. The world was stirring once more as things that once slept were waking. The fort was hungry and all those critters that scurried their way out from the undergrowth and the mud and the deepest depths of the river as well as the highest perch in the monstrous cedars chomped their teeth at air, their mouths salivating. 
their tongues dripping as they dreamt of that first meal in too long. Between the sounds of Spring's rousing, Garrett Franklin swayed back and forth drunkenly, unaware as he walked through the pitch black woods bouncing off tree trunks and stumbling over falling branches and brush. His feet were bare and bitten by jagged rocks and displaced thorns. He wore nothing but thin sleepwear enveloped by a ratty robe pulled tight and tied with little care around the middle. It did little to keep him warm as the rain fell and soaked him on through to the bone and his teeth chattered. As if by way of shivering, whatever slumberous days had gripped, whatever dream or nightmare had sent him sleepwalking into the woods let go, and consciousness returned to his eyes as they popped open wide in frightful shock. Damn it! Not again! Hello? Hello? Is anyone there? He shivered and stepped gingerly as he tried to discern left from right, up from down, let alone which way he'd have to head to find the comfort and safety of his bed. At the rate Garrett was going, he'd have to wait till daybreak to find his way home. God damn it. Damn it, I... I hate this. I... I hate myself. (laughs) Garrett Franklin sucked back his breath, biting his tongue holding in all the nasty things he wanted to scream at himself and tucked his fists into his gut so not to slap himself for the way he was. Surely if he did, the sound of his passionate self-hatred would give him away as something stalked slowly towards him. As the sounds of feasting filled the night air, and the coppery stench of blood stung his nose, Garrett tucked himself in tighter to the fallen tree he ducked behind, trying as well as he could to stay absolutely still. Wake up! Wake up! Damn it, Garrett! Wake up! It's no use. Everything all right up there? Yes. Sorry. Yes, a book fell off my desk. The lie felt sweet as it left his mouth with ease. Paul Collins rubbed his eyes until white stars shone behind his closed lids. It was no use. None of the books he'd gotten from the library were of any use to him. The etched symbols and patterns on the bones were still as alien to him as they'd been a number of hours ago when he'd set himself on the floor and begun his research. It was hard knowing where to start looking for answers, and harder still when he himself was still unsure of the questions he should be asking. Looking for a moment's break from the monotonous frustration of his futile research, Paul stood 
and walked over to the box of odds and ends that Ruth had brought down from the attic. Kneeling down beside the box and looking inside, he began to push aside the odds and ends she'd curated. It easily could have been mistaken for trash. Dear Frida, your hair is like bright yellow cornstalk and smells like baby's breath. No, thank you. The annual Fort Swap Meet, Thursday, June 2nd. No, thank you. Huh. Well, would you look at this? Now that's something. Property of Dr. Keenly. Uh, Martha Smith came to see me today. No visible symptoms of any sort besides a visible tick in her left eye and a pale look about her. As claimed by Miss Martha Smith due to a bite from her pet cat. She was now able to hear her cat's thoughts and was unable to sleep. Miss Martha Smith has no physical ailment to which I can prescribe an antidote, but warrants observation and possible experimentation into malleability of her mental state. What the hell is this? The patient Richter Collins. Richter Collins? The the patient Richter Collins remains beset by a coma of unknown origin. His pallor has not improved and there's no response from outside influence such as light or physical pain. Incredible. This... This is unbelievable. Ruth? Ruth? Yes, dear? Can you come upstairs for a moment? I I have some questions. I think I've found something. This episode was written, directed, and narrated by Cole Weavers. Sound production and editing by our guest editor today, Harlan Guthrie, courtesy of Malevolent Podcast. Our theme song is by the wonderful Charlie P.S. To find more information, or to join our Patreon for additional content and ad-free episodes, visit our website at thetownwhispers.com. Rate and review us online. Tweet us at thetownwhispers. Join us on Discord by clicking the link in the description below. Visit us on Facebook or email us at thetownwhispers at pulpaudio.ca. The Town Whispers is a serialized horror podcast produced by Pulp Audio, distributed by Callum Doherty of the Rusty Quill Network, and licensed under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 International License.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.